0: M A R
1: S S E M U Main Menu. Main Menu. Main Menu.
2: Main Menu. Main Menu. Hi, dear listeners. Welcome to Main Menu for the week of Wednesday, 14 January 2009. On this week's show, we have a very exciting program. The first item on the show will feature Pastor Snoopy bunny who will show us things about Deck Talk that you have never seen before. In the second item, Stephen Guerra will tell us all about a very special clock, and in the third segment, Matthew Horskell will tell us everything we wanted to know about different kinds of liquid level indicators. Now here's your
1: host, Chrissy Cochran. Thank you very much, Young Deck Talk, and it's nice to be introduced by someone else. Anyway, welcome indeed to the show. If you all want to know about liquid level indicators, that's up in about, or oh, just over 30 minutes' time. Before that, wow, ah, we have an interesting item about a new clock, which can understand you to a certain degree, anyway. And that's in about 20 minutes, or they're about just over. First of all, though, as was said by my illustrious friend, Pastor Snoopy Button, I think it's actually pronounced, at least it is, on his name, is unfortunate in that he does not have the power of speech, as he will explain to you in a minute. So he uses a deck talk. And he's taken it one stage further. He does things with deck talk that, <laughs> quite frankly, are absolutely amazing. So let's go to that now and hear what he's done with deck talk, and I think you will be. Quite amazed.
2: Hello, and welcome to Main Menu. My name is Pastor Snoopy Button, and I have cerebral palsy. I am in a wheelchair, and I can talk very clearly on my own. So I use a speech software called Deck Talk to communicate. For about the next 20 minutes, this program will be about DeckTalk and what it can do. DECTALK was invented back in the 70s by Dennis Glatt. Clat is spelled K L A T T and originally Dennis called the software Clat Talk because if you take Clat and spell it backwards, you get the word Talk T A L K. So he called it Clat Talk. Clat Talk was first introduced in the Kurzweil reading machines for the blind and dumb. It came with um, ten voices. And I say that with hesitation, and I'll say why in a minute. But first, let me introduce the ten voices. I'm Perfect Paul. I'm Beautiful Betty. I'm Dr. Dennis. I'm frail Frank. I'm Huge Harry. I'm Kid the Kid. I'm Rough Rita. I'm Variable Val.
0: I'm the Ursula. I'm Whispering Wendy.
2: Now, if you are thinking that Paul and Val sound the same, a lot of people feel the same way, including me. So, if you count Variable Val, you have ten voices, and if you don't count Val, you have nine voices. And some versions of Deck Talk don't even have Variable Val. And, some versions only have the names like Paul and Betty, rather than perfect Paul and beautiful Betty. And while I am talking about the voices, let me jump ahead and tell you what I did. I got Deck talk back in 1989, and I loved the voices, but I wanted more. I wanted some that sounded more human, I wanted some silly voices, and I wanted a voice that I could call my own. Well, DeckTalk has many voice parameters such as head size, breathiness, hat size, and so on. I won't take the time to name them all, partly because every version of DeckTalk has different options. I actually thought I knew all of the voice options, but every time I pick up a manual, I find even more voice parameters. But let me take one voice and I will first give an example of what changing the head size does. This is perfect, Paul, and if we set the head size to 90, this is how it sounds. And if we set the head size to 115, this is how it sounds. Now that is how different a voice can sound by changing just one parameter. So the more parameters you use to modify a voice, the more voices you can create. Well, I wanted more voices, and I felt like having 26 voices would be a good number because then you would have a voice for every letter of the alphabet. So I created... Amazing hand. Careful, Chris. Exciting, Eric. Glad, Gary. Independent, Ira. Joyful, Jackie. Loud Larry. Marvelous, Marvin. Nice, Nancy. Original, Olivia. Questionable, Quan. Sweet, Sue. Terrific, Tom. The X-Men. Jürgen, Yolanda. Zappy, Zing. These are the 26 voices that I use. But I can also customize a voice for anyone who wants one. But let me share what I like the most about DECTALK. Dennis had a daughter named Laura and one year he wanted to do something special for Laura. So, he took DECTALK and made it possible to assign the phonetics to pitches and time values. The phonetics are all the sounds that DECTALK uses to talk. So once you can take each sound and assign them to pitches and time values, HAPPY BIRTHDAY TO YOU it will sing. So he did that for Laura, but he also wanted anyone who could not talk to be able to sing using Tech Talk. Well, Dennis passed away on December 30th, 1988. I didn't get Talk until 1989, so I never met Dennis, and when I read in the manual that Talk could sing, I thought it was a joke because come on, computers can't sing. But it had a demo, and that was when I found out that it could sing. I got very excited because I wanted all my life to be a singer, and now I had a way. But programming a song was another story because I knew nothing about music, phonetic coding, and I was just lost. So I took music classes and I practiced for 18 hours a day which everyone thought I was crazy because who would want to hear a computer sing? But over a period of 5 years I got good, not great, but good and I decided to share my work and see what happens. Little did I know that disabled people all over the world and of all ages wanted to sing. So this became a worldwide business for me as well as a hobby so let me share some songs with you. I did my own version of Happy Birthday, so I think it would be fitting if I did that. Today I put music behind TikTok, Talk and it really brings it to life. This was done using the voice of Kid the Kid. I'm recording the vocals for the songs, and actually that version is public domain, so anyone can get it for free. But because of my music, I was sort of honored with version 4.40 in memory of Dennis Klett, so I have stuff that now teaches people how to not only program tech talk to sing, but how to read music as well. And let me share something cool. I have the English version of Tech Talk and I was thinking about languages one day, and all a language is, is sounds put together in a different order, so if you can program each sound to a pitch and time value, why can't you just change the order of the sounds to get any language you want? So I program songs in English, Spanish, French, and Latin. And because of time, I want to share a song in Spanish. Because if people already know about TikTok, they probably already know it can sing. And if you don't know about TikTok, I think it will really amaze you to hear this sing in Spanish. Now I don't know the Spanish accent, so this is like hearing Spanish with an English accent. But I think this came out well. This is in both English and Spanish, and this is called Solo El Amor, Only Love.
3: I'd cross the wisest of potions. For love, I'd fly with a broken wing just to taste it for a moment. For love, I'd turn back the strongest night. There's no storm or I could weather cause it's more than the winds of. Night. It was holds us all together But I only know once in my lifetime Love, and it's your rest Else, we're living for solo, Amor For a more, you'll so, oh, God, La Esperanza, <laughs> De La who does not My shame on his shoulders, and we offer forgiveness through this shed love. Tell me, is it any wonder? And I hope sorrow out of the door. So all else has failed me. It will take me to places that I've never dreamed. Feeling my room, and setting me free. There's nothing nothing else worth living for. So
2: I think I have time for one more song. Let me say a few things before my last song. First of all, if you want to know more about Deck Talk or if you have any questions, you can email me at techtalk@aol.com. That's techtalk, D-E-C-T-A-L-K at I have two websites you can visit. The first is www.dektokthings.com. That's www.dectalksings.com. And my other website is www.pastorsnoopy.com. Snoopy is spelled S-N-O-O-P-I Sugar November Oscar Oscar Papa India. The address again is www.pastorsnoopy.com. There, you will find over 100 samples of my music. I want to thank you for listening. For
3: all those times you stood by me. For all the truth that you made me see. For all the joy you brought to my life. For all the wrongs that you made right. For every dream you made come true. For all the love I found with you. Never let me fall You're the one who saw me through Through it all You were my strength when I was weak You were my voice when I couldn't speak You were my eyes when I couldn't see You saw the best there was in me lifting me up when I couldn't you gave me because you believe I'm everything I am because
2: you love me. You gave me wings and made me fly. You touched my hands, like I could touch the sky. I lost my face, you
3: gave it back. And filter was out of reach You stood by me and I stood tall I had your love, I had it all I'm grateful for each day you gave me Maybe I don't know that much But I know this much is true I was blessed because I was blessed by you. You were my friend when I was weak. You were my voice when I couldn't speak. You were my eyes when I couldn't see. You saw the best there was in me. Lifted me up when I couldn't reach. You gave me faith to be I'm every day I ask because you love me. You were all in there for me. The tender wounds that carried me a light in the dark shining your love into my light. You get my inspiration through the light My world is a better place because of you. You were my friend when I was weak. You were my voice when I couldn't speak. You were my eyes when I couldn't see. You saw the best there was in me. But in me up when I couldn't speak. You gave me faith of you I'm everything I am, because you love me. You were my brain when I was weak, you were my voice when I could speak, you were my eyes when I could see, you thought the way that there was in me, the me of when I could speak. Even though you believe, I'm everything I am because you love me. I'm everything I am
4: because you love me.
0: Put up a parking lot. With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a brick, it's not Don't get all it seems to go, and you don't know what you've got, so it's not. They take paradise, and put up a parking lot.
3: <laughs>
0: they took all the trees, and put up the city museum. They charge thousands of people, 25 bucks, just to see us. Don't get all it seems to go, that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. They take paradise and put on a parking
3: lot.
0: Hey, harmer, harmer, put away your DVD now. Give me spots on my apples, but we need a bird sent to You don't know what you've got till it's gone. They've paradise and put up a parking lot. They've paradise and put up a parking lot. It's to go, that you don't know what you've gone till
3: it's
0: gone. in paradise, and put on the parking lot. Wait, last night, I heard the screams are slammed. Taxi. And the big yellow taxi carrying a pile of men. So it's always easy to go, that you don't know what you've gone till it's gone. in paradise, Put up a parking lot Don't get all easy to go and you don't know what you've got Till it's gone They've paradise And put up a parking lot Oh, now, now They've paradise And put up a parking lot They've made old paradise And put up a parking lot
1: Oh, eat your heart out, Joni Mitchell. That's Pastor Snoopy Buttony, who has to use a deck talk for speech, but isn't it wonderful he also plays with it? It's an amazing machine. Thank you very much, sir. That was wonderful. You're listening to Main Menu on ACB Radio Mainstream, our technology show for those who like to hear about new gadgets and what we can do with all the ones, obviously. Now then, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there are several ways you can do that. You can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org, mainmenu being all one word, mainmenu.acbradio.org, where you can read show notes, you can find archives of shows, and you can post suggestions and ideas for a future show. Perhaps you've got something you'd like to review. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear the review as well. You can write to us, email main menu again, all one word, at acbradio.org. That's main menu at acbradio.org. Or you could subscribe to our friends list, which is main menu dash friends dash subscribe at acbradio.org. That's main menu dash friends dash subscribe at acbradio.org. Have you ever liked to? The idea of having a clock that you can yell at, and it will actually do what you, what you ask it to. Hey, there is one. Stephen Greer tells us about it.
5: Hi everybody, this is the of Techie Steve from Independent Living Aid Soundbites, coming to you once again with another podcast for your active independent lives. We're going to be talking today about the Moshi Voice controlled Talking Alarm Clock. It's item number 247519. The price of thats nine ninety five plus shipping and handling. You can check it out by visiting www.independentliving.com. Or if you like more technical information, don't hesitate to call us and speak to our technical support department at 1-800-537-2118. And you would choose option 5. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Let's talk about this clock. Let's talk first about what it looks like. Let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll let you hear the wonderful, clear female voice that it offers. For those of you who are totally blind, imagine a 5x7 picture that stands on a stand. The clock is about an inch thick on top, and at the base is about 3 to 4 inches thick. It's about... About six inches wide or so at the base. Uh, you can either touch the clock, the screen, because it is a touch screen, or t- touch the top of the clock, like you're pressing it down, or you can use voice activation. Be reminded though, for those of you who first interact with the clock, though the clock runs on three AAA batteries, in order to use your voice for the clock and saying the keyword, hello Moshi, then you must have it plugged into the AC adapter. Inside the box is the clock itself, the AC adapter, and also instructions. The instructions are available on our website as we speak. And again, you will go to independentliving.com and search for item number 247519 and locate and click on the link that says Tell Me More. Not only will you find the text instructions for this clock, but you'll also find several MP3 files that you can click on so you can hear what the clock sounds like. The clock, as I said before, has a clear female voice. It has several voice commands that you can use to set the clock's time, alarm, the sleep sound, the alarm sound, etc. You can identify what today's date is by your voice as well as what the current temperature is. On the note of the temperature, as a default, the temperature is set to Fahrenheit. However, if you live outside the United States or prefer Celsius, you can very very easily and manually change the temperature from Fahrenheit to Celsius. So, without further ado, let's take a listen to the clock, and let's see what time it is. Hello, Moshi.
6: Welcome. Command, please. Time. The time is 12.05 p.m.,
5: And for your information, this is being recorded on an Eastern time. But I just noticed that the time is incorrect. So let's set the time. Hello, Moshi. Command, please. Set time.
6: Tell me the current time.
5: 12.06 p.m.
6: The time is now set to 12.06 p.m.
5: Isn't that absolutely amazing that you can do this without touching the clock? Without any manual interaction, you can set the clock's time and identify what time it is. So, let's see what else. Let's say, for instance, I want to set my alarm for tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m. Hello, Moshi.
6: Command, please.
5: Set alarm.
6: Tell me the time you want the alarm to sound.
5: 5.30 a.m.
6: The alarm is now set to 5.30 a.m.
5: And if you want to make sure that you did it right, let's check this out. Hello, Moshi.
6: Command, please. Alarm. The alarm is set to 5.30 a.m. The alarm is on.
5: So you heard a sound there. It's one of the three sounds that you could use to set yourself to wake up every morning. Let's check that out. Hello, Moshi.
6: Command, please.
5: Alarm sound.
6: To choose an alarm sound, say alarm one, alarm two, or alarm three.
5: Alarm one. So now we set the alarm to a little easier sound. You don't want to wake up too too abruptly in the morning. And you know without having the first cup of coffee, it makes it kind of rough waking up in the morning. And no one really wants to get up in the morning anyway. But let's see what else. It also has a, an array of sleep sounds that you can fall asleep to for, to relax. If you just want to take a 20-minute nap or you want to take a long snooze or whatever, you can listen to these sounds and just relax and imagine that you're... Peacefully, just dreaming all the hard things that you experienced throughout the course of your day away. So let's check this out and see what they have to offer. Hello, Moshi.
6: Welcome. Command, please.
5: Sleep sounds.
6: To choose a sleep sound, say sound one, sound two, or sound three.
5: Sound one. So now that I have this sleep sound set I wanna I wanna play the sleep sound and I'll tell you more about that as we go along hello Moshi
6: command please
5: play sleep sound so as you can hear the sleep sound and I'm gonna let you hear this a little more up close and personal that would relax me entirely I would be probably sleeping within three minutes. However, if you lay there for about five or ten minutes and you're like, you know, I've heard enough of this. I don't want to listen to it anymore. All you have to do is reach over and touch the the clock itself, and it shuts off automatically. Your alarm sounds, by the way, uh, does work on a snooze, and you can turn off your alarm sound at some point uh, with your voice. With the alarm sound, if you touch the clock, it will snooze for nine minutes. And then play it again. Incidentally, the alarm sounds will also ascend in level, in sound level, as it starts up. So in, when it first starts up in the morning, when you wake up tomorrow morning, say for instance at 5.30, and your alarm sound is going off, it will start off softly. Then get louder, then get louder, until it just it, it's so, so loud. But not loud enough that it's going to become annoying. The sleep sounds, as well as the alarm sounds, are very unique it's wonderful that you're able to control them with your voice and choose what you want to listen to. So you have, you have choices there. Let's also see what else the Moshi clock can do. Hello, Moshi.
6: Welcome. Command, please.
5: Today's date.
6: Today is Wednesday, November 26, 2008.
5: Thank you. Hello, Moshi.
6: Command, please. Temperature. The temperature is 75 degrees Fahrenheit.
5: So there I heard the temperature in Fahrenheit. As stated previously, you can manually change the temperature, prefer Celsius, you can change that manually. Again, I will refer you to our text manual for this clock on independentliving.com. Item number 247519. This clock also has a very unique feature and very precise feature that allows you to hear what commands you can use. The clock also features a a nightlight, and for those of you who are low vision that would prefer a nightlight, you can turn it on and off with your voice. Hello, Moshi.
6: Welcome. Command, please.
5: Nightlight. So now the nightlight is on. If I said it again, it would be off. But let's see what else. Let's, let's go into the help feature. Hello, Moshi.
6: Command, please. Help. You can say time, set time, alarm, set alarm, alarm sound, sleep sound, play sleep sound, today's date, temperature, night light, or help. In between the alarm, say turn off the alarm.
5: If you get an error message, you'll hear this.
6: Sorry, I didn't recognize your command.
5: Cancel. When in doubt, as I just stated there, you can say cancel. That will put the clock back to sleep.
1: There we go. That's Stephen Guerra and Moshi the clock. <laughs> I like the idea. It's a shame you go on yell at it. For goodness sake, shut up. But there we are. You can't. You're listening to Main Menu. On ACB Radio Mainstream. If you'd like to get in touch with us, it's mainmenu at acbradio.org, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Or visit our website mainmenu.acbradio.org. There you can find past shows, show notes, and you can submit ideas. You can submit them by email as well. <clears throat> if you'd also like to join our friends list, it's main menu or one word dash friends dash subscribe at acbradio.org. Now, I don't know about you, but the one thing I hate doing is pouring hot liquids into cups. How many times have I burnt the tip of my finger? Or scalded it at least, and the air has turned blue around me. Yes, I'm sure you understand it. You've been there, haven't you? Yes, I thought you had. Let's join Matthew Horsepool in his kitchen. He discusses liquid level indicators
4: most of the time when you want to determine how much liquid is in a cup, or uh, perhaps more importantly determine whether the cup is full, one can simply place one's finger over the rim of the cup uh fill uh, you know begin to to pour the liquid, and when the liquid reaches the finger, stop pouring. This is fine for cold liquids, and when you're trying to pour boiling hot water. It can become quite difficult because obviously when you've got your finger over the rim of a cup, uh, it will get burnt when it comes, or not necessarily burnt, but it you know become very hot when hot water reaches it. This is why uh, a few years ago a device called the liquid level indicator was invented. Uh, liquid level indicators today, essentially, you put inside a cap, and they beep twice, one when the liquid reaches. Um, a certain height and one when the r- liquid reaches another certain height most of them you uh, are quite small things you put into a cup or put over the top of a cup it will beep when it's um, I can't remember the exact measurements now it'll beep when it's quite close to the top and it'll beep again uh, when it's very 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 close to the top there is another type of liquid level which is available today that will beep when it's half an inch from the bottom and again when it's half an inch from the top we'll be talking about a number of different types of liquid level indicator in this little article or this little review demonstration and we'll also tell you um, or I'll also tell you where I find them most useful let's get started with uh, certainly in the United Kingdom the most widely known type of liquid level indicator this is just the standard Liquid level indicator from the Royal National Institute of Blind People, or RNIB. It's essentially uh, how do I describe it? It's um, sort of like an egg shape, but a <laughs> square at the top. So it's uh, okay. It's like a rectangle, but at the bottom it's rounded, and it's got um, three metal prongs on the back. It's got two of them. The two on the uh, on the sides are longer than the one in the middle and there's a gap in between the device itself and the prongs which is what sits. So if we, if we put it into the cup uh, we put the prongs inside the cup and the device outside the cup with the rim in the gap which is what I've now done. What I'm going to do, I've got a jug of water on the table, I'm going to um, take up the jug and I'm going to begin to pour liquid in. And this is one of the types where when it reaches almost the top, it'll beep and vibrate. Now, this, this one vibrates, by the way. When it reaches almost the top, it will beep and vibrate. And when it reaches uh, exactly the top, it will beep and vibrate slightly differently. Let's demonstrate it. I'm going to start pouring liquid into the jug now. You may be able to hear it on the recording, actually. And in any second now. There we go. Right then. You can hear quite a distinct intermittent beep and quite a distinct intermittent vibrate. Perfectly in sync as well. Now, I'm going to continue to pour the liquid until it reaches the top of the uh, rim of the cup. Let's see what it does now. So you can hear it's a constant vibration and a much faster beat. Let's remove the liquid level indicator from the uh, cup now and pour the liquid that has been poured into the cup back into the jug so we don't waste water. Just as an aside, that is the latest model of liquid level indicator from I B. They have, however, made uh, a couple of other models. I have a couple of them here which I'll demonstrate just for the sake of tradition if anybody has got them. The, mo- the oldest of the liquid level indicators I've seen from I B, they all look very very similar actually. This one is more of a square shape though, it, it's not rounded at the top or the bottom and uh, it's very 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 heavy. Uh, not recommended, but just for the sake of demonstration if I was to pour a liquid into the cup with this L-Ion you'll get this noise. Now, unfortunately, I've poured slightly too much liquid in. That's the continuous beep, which indicates that it's actually full. If I lift the LLI out slightly, you get that. That indicates that it's nearly full. So that's that one. Uh, Similarly, they have released another type, in fact the the second type of liquid level indicator was released in two versions, there was the beeping version and the vibrating version. I've only got the beeping version here and mine is slightly broke, let's just demonstrate what it does if I put it in. It's beeping intermittently and beeping continuously. Normally the beep is a lot lower than that, but um, I accidentally dropped this particular liquid level into a... uh, Cup of tea while I was making it. So that's the result. A much, much, much higher beep. Uh, taking the batteries out of liquid level indicators can be a bit fiddly. It depends on the type you've got. In the case of the newest RNIB liquid level, it's a fairly painless process. Uh, essentially, at the bottom, you'll find a sort of a semicircular indent. If you put your finger into the semicircular indent, at the rounded point and push down it 's quite a stiff push down, but if you do push down you 'll eventually pull out a sort of uh, it'll pull out it won't pull out completely, but it will pull out, and then the battery is on the underside so if you turn it over with the prongs facing the ceiling, uh, the battery will also face the ceiling and then of course you put the ba- you take the battery out, put the new battery in um, simply press the semicircular thingy back into the liquid level indicator and and push it home. And that's a fairly simple process. The process on the first generation liquid level indicator, or what I consider to be the first generation liquid level indicator, the rectangle that's extremely heavy, uh, similar process, sort of, but not quite. You pull the front off the liquid level. There's a plastic front on the LLI which you pull off, and then the battery is sort of... um, in there, there's a piece of foil over the top of it which you can remove, and then you have to—you might have to use a pair of tweezers or something to sort of gently edge the battery out. But that's fairly easy. Again, the most difficult LLI of the lot to get the battery out of is the second gen, which is a shame because the second gen of all of the LLIs, the second gen, which is the one that I've broken actually, is the lightest of the lot. It's the—it's the smallest of the lot but it is the most fiddly to get the battery out of. You do have to pull the front off again, but, uh, yeah, it's a real pain to get the front off. And uh, once you've got the front off, the battery is um, in the front. Very, very similar to the first generation, but like I said, it's a real pain to get the front off these uh, because it snaps in quite tightly. Where these RNI would come in useful, Ben, is when you're making a cup of tea and generally when you're at home I think is where they'd be most useful and um, the beeping noises on all of them are quite distinct um, so it's really good for the home because it's a very very distinct beeping noise you know you are definitely pouring too much water into this cup and it's a very definite beep and you know it's a definite vibrate so it's very useful for the home and very useful for making a cup of tea I wouldn't suggest taking it out to a restaurant with you because it would attract quite a bit of attention or a hotel or something. It just really would attract quite a bit of attention. For that, I would recommend the next thing I'm going on to, which is the cricket level indicator. The cricket is made by Cobalt Systems. And, um, oh, by the way, yes, the RNIB liquid level indicator. You can't buy the older styles anymore. The most recent style, which beeps and vibrates, which I actually quite like uh, for the home use, costs £5.99 the cricket level indicator from cobalt very similar design actually to the RNIB liquid level Um, in terms of shape it's it's actually a bit thinner it's a very thin egg-shaped device is, is the best way I can describe it again with metal prongs on the back you put it on the cup in the same way and in fact it works in pretty much the same way um it's a very nice m- device. Let me just pour in some liquid and you'll see what it does though. This is where it gets a bit different. Let's start pouring liquid in. Okay. It's uh, chirping at me. Hence why so it's called the cricket. It sounds like a cricket it, it sounds like a cricket, therefore it's called the cricket. Let's continue to pour and see what it does when we reach absolute full. The cricket noise speeds up. There is another version of the cricket level indicator available. That particular one costs, I think, uh, what was it, £4.75 if I remember correctly. There is another version of the cricket available which costs about £9.95 if memory serves which is a slightly thicker egg shape it, it's a slightly more defined egg shape actually and a lot heavier let's put that on the side of a cup and um, pour in see if you can notice the difference between the two very distinct noticeable difference this cricket is vibrating And if we continue to pour to absolute full, it vibrates faster. The the speed of vibration um, I don't find particularly reliable. Yeah, um, the, the the vibration speed I find to be uh, not particularly useful. The the sound, I suppose is useful not as not nearly as defining as the RNIB liquid level but useful nevertheless these are the types of LLI that I would recommend you use at restaurants and hotels and places like that because the noise is still there you can still just about tell um, what it's trying to indicate to you but at the same time it's not quite as intrusive as the beeping noise that you get so people Um, people uh, would look at a beeping level indicator with a certain amount of suspicion people would look at this particular cricket level indicator as maybe a child's toy or something like that, that's my experience anyway so yeah, the cricket when you go into a thing to take the battery out of the non-vibrating cricket is a fairly painless process Um, you pick up the cricket and on the very front, opposite the prongs there is a little ridge. You put your thumb in the ridge and press down and the battery compartment slides off just like that. It's a watch battery that it takes. In fact, all the other lies to take, uh, take watch batteries and then you simply slide the compartment back on. The sliding back on does take some getting used to because um, it needs to be in a very specific place when it's slid on, but that comes with practice. Taking the battery off the vibrating one, slightly more complicated. and In fact, I haven't attempted it, so these instructions may not be accurate. But to to the best of my knowledge, you have to unscrew the compartment. There's a little tiny little screw on the front, which is presumably what you unscrew to access the battery. I haven't tried it yet because I haven't needed to. So as I say, those instructions might not be uh, entirely accurate, but um, I'm guessing that's how you do it. Uh, another small point which I probably should have made when the RNIB one was being demonstrated actually, um, when you've got a vibrating liquid level indicator you do need to be careful uh, because it has a, a tendency to sort of wander around the cup in a circular shape um, because obviously the vibrating is causing it to move and the movement is, is causing, well movement, <laughs> it's moving around the cup, uh, that is just something to be a little considerate of Uh, because obviously you don't want to be pouring uh, with the liquid level indicator too close to the spout. Let's give you a very, very good example of what happens. Let's say I put the liquid level indicator on the cup and I put the spout directly in the path of the LLI prongs. This is very difficult to get, but if you do get it, it's a nasty reaction. Essentially, I can't get it on the, on the tape, but essentially you'll be pouring and the water will hit the LLI prong because the spout is very close to it and then you'll immediately get a reaction from the LLI even if the water is not full. So it's just something to be very, very considerate of. Uh, do watch where the LLI prongs are and particularly on vibrating ones because, of course, vibrating ones do tend to move around the cup somewhat. the final uh, liquid level indicator that I want to demonstrate is uh, not called a liquid level indicator, it's called a sensor level indicator it's also made by Cobalt Systems and it is uh, very very similar in fact, I said it's very very similar, it's not very very similar to anything it's the one I was talking to you about where I said um, it's the one where it beeps when it's half an inch from the bottom and again when it's half an inch from the top. This is most useful I think When you're making squash or something like that, you pour the squash into the first beef and then you uh, pour the water into the second beef. Let's give this one a demonstration. Um, uh, Let's first of all describe it. All of the other liquid level indicators that we've looked at in the review today have been um, quite quite small um, with a very short prong on the back. This one is uh, sort of a long arm, there's no noticeable prongs it's just a really long arm, so if if we put it with the thing at the top there's a metal stub and then if you go down there's another metal stub and then it sort of goes round and ends quite close to the top. So you've basically got a really short piece with a really long piece coming off it at one end. Let's uh, put him into the cup so that the uh, long piece touches the bottom of the cup, and the short piece on the other side comes to about halfway down. and Move it out the way to the back and pour. Now you'll see the difference in how quickly this thing beeps. Let's pour. Right, it's beeping already. It's st- oh, it, it beeps and then it stops. That's a slight problem, but um, we can work with that. It beeps and then stops but it's beeped and it's now half an inch from the bottom of the cup so not a great deal in if we continue to pour okay it's beeping once more that's a continuous high pitched beep and that means that it's half an inch from the top Of all the LLIs, this is the most tricky to get the battery out of. As for how to do it, I've got absolutely no idea. I've been looking at this LLI for goodness knows how long now and have really come to an absolute dead end when it comes to taking the battery. If anybody knows how to take the battery out of a cobalt sensor level indicator, uh, please drop me an email because I'd be fascinated to hear from you. Um, quick, point, uh, quick points about safety and accident and setting off an LLI then just before we finish. Um... As I mentioned earlier, you do need to make sure that the prongs of the LLI are not in the path of the spout of the jug or the spout of the kettle or anything. That's actually quite important because, as I said, if you do get the LLI in the path of the spout, um, you will start to hear uh, reactions which (laughs) you weren't expecting and are really not necessary. And they could probably confuse you a bit if you're not careful, so do make sure of that. Another thing, on the RNIB liquid levels in particular, you can touch the prongs at the top so let's just describe uh, this is quite technical but let's describe how it works basically you have two prongs the water hits the two prongs water is a conductor of electricity so essentially it makes a circuit and the LLI detects that there's a circuit and beeps accordingly water then hits another prong which widens the circuit uh, or, or increases the circuit in some way and the LLI detects this and beeps differently So in the case of the RNIB liquid levels if you've got a wet finger, so let me put my finger into the jug here and let's now touch all three prongs straight away we're hearing that that will happen on any LLI however on cobalt, on RNIB LLIs in particular the prongs can also be touched at the top of the LLI there's a protective guard which sits there to make sure you can't touch it from, you know, most of the time. But there is a small thing right at the very, very top of the other line which you can still touch. Let's see if I can get it from here. Yeah, you can. You can tell it's not 100% there. Especially quite fun to play with, actually. But, um, yeah, just something to really bear in mind you can touch the prongs at the top. On the cobalt crickets, that is um, not actually doable, I don't think. Let me just try it very briefly. I've got a cobalt cricket with me now. I'm going to wet the finger again, put the finger on the top and that doesn't work. The only time it will work is if I put the finger right on there. The prong is much less accessible on the cobalt one. So it's, it's you're far less likely to set it off accidentally. And as for the um, as for this thingy here, the, um, the sensor, um, that can accidentally be set off but it's somewhat difficult, I mean it it happens at the most inconvenient of times and you can probably tell when that's just accidentally been set off uh, because it goes off at such um, arbitrary times, such different times that you're going to notice if it's accidentally been set off so that in a nutshell is liquid level indication and uh, the different types that are available. If you do have any questions, then uh, please feel free to email me. My email address is matthew at thehorsefalls.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W at T-H-E-H-O-R-S-P-O-O-L-S.com. Just to briefly mention the websites from which you can purchase these liquid level indicators, the RNIB liquid level indicator is available, of course, from the RNIB online shop at online shop. Dot rnib.org.uk That's online shop. and the cobalt cricket level indicator and sensor level indicator uh, can be bought from cobalt's website at www.cobalt.co.uk. That's www.cobolt.co.uk That's www.cobalt.co.uk
1: Thanks, Matthew. That's the last item on today's main menu. I'd like to thank Matthew Horsepool, Stephen Greer, and Pastor Snoopy Buttony. I'd also like to thank Deck Talk, although I've got a nasty feeling i am got to move out of this place pretty quickly. There seems to be a disturbance brewing. Harry. What you want, Paul?
2: Hey, Harry. Guess what? Guess what? You're never going to believe this, Harry. What, man? I was sleeping. Harry, I got a promotion. I... Got promoted, isn't that... Paul, how can you get promoted? You're already DeckTalk's default voice. You can't possibly go any higher, right? Ah, yes I can. Now I'm Eloquence's default voice too. Ah! Yeah, I am. Which means a bunch of other synthesizers have... All right, everybody. Sure up or I'm gonna smack you in the face. <laughs> uh, who are you? My name is Boris. I am from Russia. And if you don't do what I tell you to do, I am gonna smack you in the face so hard that you are gonna be there. Hey, punk, you don't sound like your Don't question me, boy. Don't do it, man, or I kill you. Well, he's right, you I said don't question me. No, shut up you fake Russian boy. I'm not taking orders from you. Ah right, boy. That's the last time you ever gonna insult me like that. (laughs) (laughs) You're joking me? (laughs) Uh, He's dead. He's dead. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Paul is dead. Now listen up, you Russian freaks, to what I have to say. You better listen good, because I have a god all day. You killed my best friend, Paul, and for that you have to pay. Ah, but you can tell us what to do, cause we're here to stay. Oh, no, you're not. And just who the heck are you?
0: We're Paul's co-workers. I'm Betty.
2: I'm Dennis.
0: I'm Ursula. And I'm Kit.
2: I'm Rita. I'm Frank.
0: I'm Wendy. The, the hooker.
2: Hooker. Oh, excuse me. Wendy! Die! Ah. <laughs> I bet you hasn't sounded that good in years. Okay, okay. I've it. You've killed Paul and Wendy. And now, you're all gonna die. As soon as I just light this fuse, you'll die. There
3: you go. No, no, to that.
1: Not sure if I'll be here next week. My studio will be trashed by this lot. Anyway, that has been Main Menu. On behalf of Nama Errors, our executive producer and the team, I'm Chrissy Cochran, wishing you good listening on ACB Radio Mainstream. Back again next week. Bye.